This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Sheddies, I don't see any way that you're going to hear this because I'm quite sure I will be deleting this and starting again because I haven't even thought about how to introduce this uh, episode. What are we doing? What number is this? Episode 24. 24, that seems significant. It's 24 hours in the day. I'm 24 hours late. Producing... Might see, I have to start. No, I won't. I won't start from the beginning. Um, I'll keep going until you just stop listening. That's a better idea. Um, let's see. Why am I late today? What happened? I'm so tired and so out of it that I can't even remember exactly why I didn't record this yesterday. My daughter had a cello um, concert, if you can call it that. Um, it's weird. I just went to my, my, my eldest's, uh, saxophone or like his band, um, concert and he's 13. And when we finished, I said, it's so nice to finally like hear them playing at a level where it actually is music and not the abominations that we used to have to endure. And, uh, I found out the next day that two days later, I'd be having to sit through this cello thing and, uh, it was fine. It was brief. But um, it kept me out later than I wanted to be. And then something happened. I think I had sex with my wife, um, which seems like uh, seems like something I should, should uh, share with you. It seems like that's your business. I'll let you know. Let me tell you. I will let you know. Anytime I have sex with my wife, I will be announcing it. Um, oh, 24. Yeah. Every 24 weeks, my wife lets me have sex with her. So there you go. Uh, how sad is that? She lets me. How dare she? She's anyway. Um, I had two shows on Saturday night, back to back, a double up tag team special. The first show was fucking great, fucking great. I did a, a little over half an hour um, to a really great audience. Got paid rather well, if, if you don't mind me saying. And uh, it's fantastic. But I recorded it. But because my phone's a piece of shit, does anyone else have a Galaxy? I have the Galaxy S8. I just not, I'm not happy with my, my uh, I think it's just because it's an Android. I don't like Androids. I never had issues with my old iPhone, but this piece of shit. On my old iPhone, you could, there was a setting where it just wouldn't turn off unless the battery died, which was perfect for if you do stand up and you want to record you want to record stuff or you want to just have your phone on with notes to refer to at any given point, your phone can just stay on, uh, 24 hours. I'd expect it probably died before that. I don't know. That's not important. Um, but the, uh, Android, this galaxy S eight, at least I found out will only stay on for a maximum of five minutes unless you 
do anything with it. So I have, well, I don't even have five minutes of that opening show because I started recording about three minutes before I went up. So there's two minutes of me just just getting the crowd slightly moist. That's all I did. I just started to just get them a little bit wet. But the full-on fuckathon. Why am I making it so sexual? I'm sorry. Um, the full-on uh, fun was not uh, cannot be shared. And uh, that was video, but I was still going to share the audio. So then I went, well, for the second show, I'll at least record the audio. And the second show was in hell. It was in hell. It was in a weird little place. I can say this because there's no way the guy who booked me is going to hear about this unless you tell him, and that would be odd. I'm not going to tell you his name, so there's no way you'll you'll know. But um, it was – I don't even know the name of where I was. It was called something like Red Velvet Pink Rhino House. And it's just as weird as it sounds. It sounds like some sort of strange strip club, but it felt like kind of a strange strip club. Um, mostly strange because there was no stripping going on. But you, you the, it, like I said, Red Velvet was part of the name. And I went in and there's Red Velvet everywhere on the walls, on the ceiling. Um, and there's just weird artwork everywhere. And it's this very narrow bar. It was a bar. They were serving alcohol. But then there was a little side room and Fuck knows what was happening in there. I think they were just selling clothes, but I, I, I don't know. I got there very late. It was uh, about 10.30, and it was like the energy that I had at the the show before this, just, whoa, yeah, all right, see you later, let's go, uh, completely inversely related to what happened. At the, it was the anti-first show when I walked in. It was like walking into a funeral. Uh, a friend of mine was up performing, and uh, she's very funny, but there was no laughter, and it was just she's just talking. It was like, like I said, it was like a, se- a seminar that no one wanted to be at. And I looked around the room, and uh, people were sleeping, uh, crying, all sorts of. Someone was playing chess at the back, and it was only about seven people, so like half the audience was uh, otherwise engaged. So I knew it was going to be bad, but do you know what? I recorded the whole thing, and I am going to put that on at the end of this. If you just – I accidentally recorded the full set and then didn't turn it off when I'm talking to people, and I haven't listened back to it. I hope I don't say anything really fucked up, but if I do, know this. I will not apologize, so don't expect me to. Um, That's all you need to know. I'm just really, as I'm saying this now, I'm getting scared because I could have said all sorts of shit. I don't know about you. I, I like my friends and I say the most fucked up shit as a joke. Where like my good friend uh, AJ Martinez from the Eddie and AJ show, which if you're not subscribed to, you should subscribe to. It's much better than this. The Eddie and AJ show. Um, iTunes and Acast only. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Sometimes, like, I mean, I, we, if I just go through my texts with him, it's a very, it doesn't make sense. It sounds very, you read it, it's very disjointed because half the shit that we text to each other, we have to delete, mainly so that our wives don't catch the shit that we're saying. (laughs) Um, Also, he's racist. I'm just kidding. He's not. Um, 
Anyway, maybe I'll have a quick listen through to the end of my set. Now, fuck it, I'm putting it on there. Who cares? I already had an episode where I said something very bad that I don't even want to... You know what? For about three weeks after it, I kept thinking, should I not have done that? Uh, but no one said anything, so it's. I think it's fine. I think most of my audience are evidently fine with pedophilia. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Shut up. Stop it. Um... So I'll put that on at the end. If you want to hear it, you can. Uh, if you don't want to hear it, sorry, you're going to have to. Listen to it when you're driving. Listen to it when you're fall asleep to it. That's fine. Make love to it for all I care. But just do something to it. Don't sit in a chair silently. Well, just in an empty room expecting this to fill your life with meaning. Because it won't. But... I couldn't remember what I titled the audio recording when I looked on my phone. Uh, it's just called Hell, and it's perfect. It is, if you're interested in doing stand-up, um, bear in mind, this is me. This is a man I, I absolutely destroyed before I went to this room. I had people coming up and hugging me after the show, shaking my hand, telling me they loved it. And I say, oh, you don't have to tell me. I already know. There's an instant feedback when you all laughed. And they went, oh, yeah, it's true. And I went, yeah, get out of my face. And I just slapped the bitch. Um, all I'm saying is, if you, yeah, you, are interested in starting doing stand-up uh, because you want to ruin your life, this fire audio file that you will listen to at the end of the, the podcast is... Something that sometimes happens. And by the way, this is nowhere near the worst set I've ever had. Not even close. So you listen to this. And if you listen all the way through it and you think at the end of it, that sounds like something that somebody should kill themselves over. Know that it's stand up is not for you. Does that make any sense? Am I making sense? I'll tell you what. Uh, episode 24, 24th episode, by the way, I've been doing this for over five months now, and the fuckers at ACAR still won't put my goddamn cover art up, it looks shit, if you listen on ACAST, do me a favour, no one ever does this, just tweet at ACAST and tell them to put my fucking cover art up, because it is ridiculous, I know that I, before I started doing this podcast, I was just ravenously looking for different rugby podcasts, couldn't get enough. Now I'm sick of the goddamn things, especially my own. But um, if I saw a rugby podcast, if I saw any podcast that didn't have cover art, there's no way I was going to listen to it. No way. Because that is amateur. Amateur bollocks. And uh, if you haven't heard me complain about this before, I have tried multiple um, avenues to try and get this shit taken care of. And I just always end up with the same guy. And he doesn't give a fuck. It's unbelievable. There's nothing I can do. I'm completely powerless. Uh, so I'm begging you to get involved. You're not going to do it, are you? You're not. I wouldn't either. Anyway, it's not your problem, I suppose. Oh, someone's calling me. AJ Martinez. Go away. Um, he's probably asking me why our podcast isn't up yet. Well, because it's... Listen to this. Uh, Sheddies. This podcast comes first, even though I freely admitted 
that the one that I do with AJ Martinez is better than this one, it will always take second place in terms of my attention. It will always be my second favorite child, and you will always be my favorite pod babies. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Um, anyway, I think I started to say this earlier. I am starting to hate rugby. So let's go. Rugby Ranta Banter, episode 24. <laughs> let's go. I've had some jumbled messes uh, of a podcast before. I've had some weird uh, rambling, bambling. Uh, there's no other word. Rambling. Uh, some, some shit podcasts where I don't have a lot to talk ab about and I'm kind of clutching at straws. This one will be by far the most that, if you know what I mean. Because you know what? Fuck rugby. Fuck it. Everything that was great about it is disappearing. Uh, I, to the point that I don't even... Do you know that I don't even watch rugby live now? I, I, I always watch on a delay so I can fast forward through all the the repeated... Like, scrums, forget. I, I, as soon as it gets to a st start of a scrum, I'll fast forward 30 seconds. And I'll see them all laying down. I'll do it again. And then the TMO gets in. I have to fast forward through that shit. Everything has become a lottery. It, it, it's like the best team doesn't always win. The best scrum isn't always going to come out on top. The scrum is a lottery. The breakdown is a lottery. Even the tackle. Oh, my God. I almost, excuse me. <laughs> Even the tackle has become a fucking Lottery. Anyone could get fucked, not literally, by the referee for just about anything. I saw what happened. There was a there was a ruck in the Gloucester match where what's his name Savage. I can't remember his first name. Savage, anyway, from Gloucester. You know him. He tries to ruck somebody who is basically somebody laying on top of a tackled player. Shouldn't be there anyway. So Savage. Blast him out the way, and he got yellow carded for it. And to me, that's just somebody where they fucking shouldn't be getting dealt with the way they should be. But you're not allowed to to you mustn't be aggressive in rugby for God's sake. Mustn't be. We should be as unconfrontational as possible now. Like now, listen. I've listened to a number of podcasts. <sighs> I've listened to all the rugby podcasts building up. That's one of the reasons I'm kind of like disenchanted and not feeling too motivated is everything's been said. You know, I kind of feel like it's kind of like my fantasy rugby. I don't know if I complained to you about this, but I play fantasy rugby uh, with a group of people all in the UK. And every week when the squads are announced, I'm sleeping because it's fucking three or four in the morning. 
And then my fantasy rugby opponents, let's call them, um, they all get first dibs. And then I have to clean up the scraps. Well, this isn't quite as unfair as that because, you know, I could have I could have recorded this recently with instead of having sex, like I said, but why would I ever do that? I'm sorry. Um but it is similar in that I find myself in a position where I don't know what there is to talk about because it's all been said. I know that you will have listened to at least Egg Chasers or and or Mallover. Um and I have. And uh I this was the first this is the first weekend of rugby that I that there are multiple matches that I, in fact, now that I think about it, I may, I can't even remember which match I watched all of. I couldn't even be bothered to make notes. I don't remember. Um, I got too pissed off. Everything was pissing me off. The French pissed me off. The print, the French are the windiest cunts on earth. Every fucking, t- I mean, Every decision that goes against them. I'm talking about cast, I think. Let me make sure. I did make some notes, obviously. You caught me in a lie. But not good notes. This is just like... It just looks like the ravings of a lunatic. See, my problem is... When someone gets yellow carded... Already... I wish we could somehow find a way to get rid of red and yellow cards. I don't know how you would do it... You just have to punish the living shit out of a team in a way that doesn't affect the actual match. Um, I don't know. Just uh, maybe if you get a red card, you get a lengthier ban. Uh, but then someone could get red carded in a final, not give a shit. I don't know, but when someone gets red, car- when someone gets yellow carded, I lose fifteen to twenty percent of my interest in the match at that point, typically. Um, someone gets red carded, I just don't want to watch. It ruins it for me. And I know there's plenty of examples of matches where someone's red carded and somehow they manage to win despite their disadvantage in numbers. But I, I, I just don't like the unfair contest, even when the red card is deserved. Although it very rarely is, is it? Was there a red card that was deserved? Everybody says the same thing. Well, letter of the law, fuck the law. Fuck the law and fuck the police. Not the uh, uh, law enforcement, I mean the band. Uh, That's a stupid thing to say. Why did you say that? Um, Anyway, back to the French team. Who was it? It was cast. The fans are a joke. What is it about French rugby crowds? It's, (laughs) It's as if they're all fucking stupid, isn't it? It's as if they're actually stupid. And the players and the coaches. They could they could watch somebody bite another player's penis off, and they would still be on the sidelines screaming their heads off. You didn't know I spoke French. Um, they're outraged every single time, every single call. I've had enough of them. I've had enough. Um. Oh. There was one good match that I did watch all the way through. That Newcastle match. Fuck me. Holy shit, that was good. I tweeted this, and it's true. 
I don't know how anyone could have commentated on that match because for the last 10 minutes, I would have just been screaming nonstop. I couldn't believe it. What an intense, what a, what, sorry, what a tense and intense ending to that match. And I was, I was absolutely convinced Newcastle were going to knock on. What a great team they are. Gary Graham. Imagine if he was picked for England. Wouldn't that be something? Joel Hodgson again. I know he's knowing. I'm not suggesting he should be anywhere near starting for England. But actually, yeah, he should be near. He should be in the conversation. Do we have, do the Saxons even exist anymore? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick a Saxons team for the, for the, for the, um, yeah, for, for at some point in this podcast, I'm going to pick a fucking Saxons team. And I would wager it would give the England team a run for its money. We'll see. Um, what was I going to, oh, yeah, so. I'm going to have to try and fall back in love with the with the game of rugby because uh, I've kind of got fed up with it. I really have. Or maybe it's just because for this podcast, I've been trying to make sure I watch every single match. And up until this weekend, I was pretty good at that. But um, I'm just sick of... I am sick. The game is ruined. It's ruined already, I feel like. It's not not quite, but it's getting there. And as a lot of people, other people have pointed out, it's not going to stop. It's basically... If things go the way they are going, you may as well just end, just ban rugby, just ban it. Because if if you if you want to avoid injury, if you want to if you want to eliminate concussions and trauma and fun, then just ban the game, just ban it, and we'll all play touch. I would have been a lot better at touch. Um. I'm just a kind of touchy-feely guy. It's my thing. Um, anyway, that's pretty much all I'm going to say about rugby. That's not true. I'll, I'll, I'll say a few uh, um, positives. I already I already got kind of positive about something. Speaking of positive and negative, if I, I love that Chris Boyd always looks fucking disappointed, even when Saints win. I love it. He... He's just got a, unless he's just really hating his life, because I never saw him in New Zealand. I, I don't know if this is just his typical mannerisms, but every time Saints win and he's like, oh, yeah, it was all right. Um, I don't give a fuck. That's what he's like. I, I love it. That's, that's, uh, that's about as, as uh, excited I can get about that. Um, I'm going to fall asleep. One more point. Uh, I'll tell you what would help eliminate all these stoppages and all this TMO bullshit. When somebody's scoring a try and you want to check the grounding, just quickly look at the player's face after they score it, and it'll tell you every single time. I have judged every single try situation purely based on the expression on the player's face because they always know they always know if they've grounded or not sometimes they even fucking tell the ref like mike brown and uh who else did that i feel like somebody else did it someone told the ref was it fuck somebody did it and then mike brown copied him sorry mike fucking brown oh god i didn't use his full name um anyway this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna do now 
I'm going to uh, name a Saxon squad. I take that back. First, we'll do Eddie versus Eddie. Then I'll do a Saxon squad. Then the podcast will end. I will improvise a shit song. And because this is one of those things where I've been doing it since the first episode. It's a pain in my ass. And I don't think anyone really appreciates it. But now it's like an obligation. I have to. Do you know what? It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll Somehow I'll manage to turn it into an, uh, an obligation that makes me unhappy. I'm addicted to the misery. Anyway. Let me make sure that there's nothing important I'm forgetting. I said that everything in rugby is a lottery. Uh, I don't like cards. Uh, Cast fans and French fans in general are really fucking stupid. Uh, Newcastle are great. And Chris Boyd always looks miserable and disappointed, I think. Oh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's do Eddie versus Eddie! (laughs) I'm annoying. All I can control is, is what I do is catch the team, and I do that the best of my ability. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't know what happened there. Okay, so those of you who listened to the the midweek episode of uh, Mallover will know that I was a guest on there, and uh, it was very fun. I didn't get as... Uh, I think I was expected to go into some kind of like primal rage outburst in which I smashed my computer based on the England squad. But if you listened, you'll have heard my analogy and it is just an analogy um, of how my relationship with Eddie Jones and his squad selections feels like I am a, an abused wife and that Eddie Jones is cheating on me and doing, and, and he's done so many fucked up things. He stayed out late without calling. He's fucking slapped me. He's insulted me in front of mutual friends. He's always put me down. He won't let me, he, he never compliments me. It's been years since he said anything remotely, you know, it, it, it didn't even seem to look at me or notice my existence at all, except to, to complain about shit. Um, that's how it feels like. And so I've gotten to the point where I don't, I've lost, I'm I'm emotionally dead now. So when he doesn't pick, um, Don Armand, when he doesn't pick, um, I'm trying to think of players that we all agree should be picked. When he picks players, you know what I'm saying? See, this is what I'm talking about. I've stopped even caring enough to remember when he doesn't do the things that we all sort of agree that he should do, um, I, I feel nothing now. I feel nothing. I don't get angry. Do you know what it is? I, it's because I'm I'm sort of yeah. I've just had enough. I'm gonna. I can't leave him. See, this is the thing. This is still the analogy. I can't leave him because of the England players who are my children. If I leave, then I'll never see my kids. I can't just, you know, you know, he's a little Christian has run away and gone off to America. He's joined the fucking NFL. He's only little. If, if, if his dad had just paid him any attention, you know, and yeah, he's not been doing, he's not been doing well this season. He's, he's been having a hard time, but that's because his dad won't even fucking 
acknowledge that he's his son. Do you know Eddie Jones won't acknowledge that that uh, Christian Wade is his son, even though he's the spitting image of him. What am I talking about? This has gotten really weird. The analogy was weird to begin with, and I've made it even weirder. But um, Eddie's too hard on on his kids. That's all I'm saying. And he's too hard on me, and I've had enough. I can't take it. Uh, but switching from the analogy, I genuinely because Eddie Jones he doesn't talk anymore. I'm not doing the uh, I'm not his wife anymore. That was too weird for us all. Um, but Eddie Jones seems to be ignoring the media now, ignoring journalists, not talking. There was a period, admittedly, England haven't played in a while, so I suppose that's fair enough, isn't it? But there was a he was very mouthy for a long, long time, and now he's just saying nothing. And yes, he got booed at the Bath match. I don't know how I feel about that. It was it was definitely funny, the contrast when it was switched from Nathan Hughes way, to Eddie Jones. Boo. But it says a lot. It says a lot. Whether or not you think he's heading, you know, he has lost control or you think he hasn't, maybe you think he's d- doing everything right and doing the best he, that anyone could do. It sort of shows how the public is feeling about him. As a general rule, we don't really like him that much now. And look, if England suddenly wins the world cup he'll be fucking knighted won't he and i'll love him again but um it's not gonna happen and that's my point is i have already given up on the world cup i think i said this before but i'm i really mean it i've given up i i don't anticipate these autumn internationals going well at all um and one of my fears is that he's gonna go for the kind of back line that actually Doug from uh, Mallover was talking about with uh, Manu and um, Jesus Christ, Ben. Uh, fuck me! What's his goddamn name? My own child, and I've forgotten his bloody name. Oh, fuck off. How can I? You know who I'm talking about. How have I forgotten his name? That is ridiculous. Ben. Is it even Ben? What is happening to me? I I go to sleep at night with rugby players' names bouncing around in my fucking head. And I can't I can't think of it. A very famous Worcester player who's played for England a bunch of times. You know who it is right now. Why don't you say it? You say it, ready? Manu and I think that Eddie Jones could easily go with that combination. And then it the danger that I fear is that it will go well. It'll work well. If you have Farrell at 10, um, Manu and, and then any back three really is going to do well with that kind of a, a center combination, that physicality, it'll go well. And that'll be his plan for the world cup. And then they'll both get injured and we'll be fucked. Um, I really do sort of feel like, just because of how injury prone the pair of them are, um, I've got to get—I've got to get this fucking guy's name. This is ridiculous. I'm so—I'm so embarrassed. Like this is literally like today. I couldn't remember my first. I went. I had to pick up my. It's a very British day in Albuquerque. The weather has been pissing with rain all day. There's rivers flowing down the the streets, um, and. Uh, I had to pick up when in uh, in this part of the country, if there's a thunderstorm, they shit their pants. And they don't let the kids out. You have to like say their name and then they send them out in case they get struck by lightning. Um, 
and uh, Ben Teo. Thank you. Fuck me. And by the way, I didn't even I googled it, but I remembered it before. Isn't that weird? How when you want to remember something, it's always right before you see it. Often you'll remember. Anyway, um, yeah, it's almost as embarrassing as this. I uh, couldn't remember my daughter's teacher's name, and then I couldn't remember what grade she's in. Um, that was awkward. But there's something wrong with my brain. I think you're probably already aware of that by now. Now, what was I saying? It's gone. It's gone. Oh, I think I was saying, for that reason, I, if I were Eddie Jones, I would be saying, look, I will treat Manu and Teo as luxuries. And I'll have them in the squad. No problem with that. But... I'm definitely going to try and think of them as kind of a plan B because I can't rely on them. If they're that injury prone, you can't rely on them. Um, and because they're so unique, there's no one who can fill that hole when they get injured. So you have to go to a completely different style if they're not available. Anyway, um, that's Eddie versus Eddie. Let's do, uh, let's do my Saxons squad. I haven't even figured it out. I'm going to come up with it organically on the spot and uh that way when the podcast comes out i'll listen back to it and then go oh fuck i didn't want to pick him and that'll be good all right well i did try to just sort of pull a team of Saxons out my ass, so to speak. Um, but as you could probably predict based on the, my inability to remember very famous rugby players earlier in the podcast, I had, it would have taken me about three hours to think of a team. So I stopped, I took my time, and I wrote down a Saxons 15. Now listen to this Saxons 15. I will probably not justify any of these selections. I'll just say them, and it's fun. Lucid, Rapava Ruskin, Hooker, Harry Thacker. Oh, <laughs> cheeky! The pocket rocket, the little dumper truck. How dare I put him in the squad? I did it. So, sorry. Rapava Ruskin, Harry Thacker at Hooker, Tighthead, Kieran Brooks. Well, now I feel like I do do need to justify this because I feel like he's very underrated. Kieran Brooks, when properly motivated, is a physical specimen. And uh, this is my team, and he is motivated uh, with food. Okay? And I know how to get the best out of him. Um, second row, combination of Ed Slater and Callum Green from Newcastle. Ed Slater is my captain. Back row, at blindside, Dave Ewers. At openside, Gary Graham. At eight, Don Armand. At scrum half, now, this is this was the hardest position for me to pick because I think the best players are getting picked for England. There's Danny Kerr and Ben Youngs. Dan Robson would be there if not for injury. Ben Spencer and Richard Wigglesworth are in the conversation. And uh, I've actually gone with a, a bit of a wild card, which... Um, I can't imagine anyone agreeing with, but mark my words, he'll prove me my confidence in him. He'll, he'll justify my confidence in him soon. Callum Braley from Gloucester. Just trust me. And you'll have to trust me again. I'm putting little Joel Hodgson in at 10. I think he's tough as fuck. I think he controls the game really well. 
And if you're worried, listen to this back three before I name that. No, fuck it. Here's the midfield. Ryan Mills at 12. Johnny Williams at outside center. Isn't that lovely? A lovely balance. Ryan Mills and Johnny Williams. And then the back three and all Saracens back three. David Strettle. Oh, fuck. Alex Lewington and Alex Good. So there you go. Once more, Rapava Ruskin, Harry Thacker, Kieran Brooks, Callum Green, Ed Slater, Dave Ewers, Gary Graham, Don Armand, Callum Braley, what am I thinking? Joel Hodgson, too small, Ryan Mills, Johnny Williams, David Strettle, Alex Lewington, Alex Good. And that, as they say, is your asshole. No one says that. All right. Um, I'll just do my usual apology for it being a shit episode. Uh, it can't be that shit, otherwise you wouldn't be listening still. Uh, unless this is the final straw and you like, that's it. I'm done. I gave them three more chances. Um, but, as always, if you're mad enough to enjoy this kind of bullshit, subscribe Rugby Ranter Banter on Acast, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. I can never just say Apple. Is it Apple Podcasts or Apple Pods? I always just say iTunes or Apple Pod, and then I have this weird thing about it. Um, and also on Stitcher. I'm Eddie Stevens. Follow me on Twitter at Eddie Stevens MD and or follow at Ranta Rugby. I think it is on Twitter. Um. That's the normal way to end the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. So remember, after this stupid little shit song I'm going to do, there will be the recording of my comedy set in hell. And uh, it's actually very brave of me to release this. So well done. Well done, Ed. Well done, Eddie. Glorious. Okay, fully improvised song coming up. If it goes wrong, as I expect it will, because of what my brain has been doing, I shall just quit. So, it's Rugby Ranter Banter, episode 24, right? Let's go. It's Rugby Ranter Banter, episode 24. Rugby used to be the game that I adore, but now it's making me feel sick. Yes, it's making me feel thick. Yes, it's making me feel icky wicky deep in my dick. Too many cards, yellow and red. My name's Eddie Stevens, though some people call me Ed. That's not important, but who cares? I'm trying to sing this fucking song. I'm trying to sing it along with the tiny little dong between my legs. It's not that small. What's this got to do with rugby? Nothing at all. Do you like my Saxon squad? Or do you think it's odd? I don't give a fuck. I'm a man out of luck. And now I'm in my little shed. Yes, I'm lying in a bed. Well, it's not really a bed. It's more a couch. With my... What can hell? Fuck! Had a spasm. Musical spasm. That's it. Maybe next week it'll be more rugby related, but it was improvised. Fuck off. Now enjoy my stand up 
set in hell, followed by some conversations with people who don't know they're being recorded because I forgot that I was still recording, but they'll never know and I don't care. Recorded against their will. Technically illegal, I expect. I dare them to try and sue me. That's right. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy comes to us all the way from across the pond. From England. He's amazing. He lives here now. He has a show every first Saturday of the month at the Turtle Mountain Brewery in Rio Rancho, Mexico. Give it up for the one and the only Eddie Stevens, everybody. Eddie Stevens. Sorry. Feel free to move closer, too, if you want to. There's this whole space here. No, 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 keep your distance, please. <laughs> I'm rather sensitive. I just I just got back from another show. Uh, very different vibe to here. A lot of energy. It was great. I fucked that audience. And now I'm going to try and fuck you. Not you personally, but you personally. No. Uh, but just know this. I still have that other audience's sticky shit all over me, so... If they've got anything, you're getting it too. This is weird. Hey! Why, why would you come to this show? To see me? Fuck. You should have... Well, it's probably going to be great. I just... I feel there's... The, this is a fitting... There's a gravestone right here. The, the crotch shot of Jack. <laughs> crotch shot of Jack. That sounds like a cool drink that you get in the bar. Give me a crotch shot of Jack, you bit. Oh, uh, otherwise, just insult a stranger. Um, is everyone okay? Because we can make this a fun night and we can go fucking crazy, or we can. I'm just as happy to just piss and moan and tell you how horrible my life is. Is that what you want? Okay. We want to have fun. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. Well, I've changed my mind. I'm not gonna let you. Um, you know, one person's enthusiasm is not enough for me. Um, all right, let's do some. Uh, material, some jokes, shall we? What have you not heard? Tell me everything you haven't heard me do. That doesn't make any sense. Be quiet, don't interrupt my magic. Um, those of you who don't know me, I, uh, I am a father. I have three beautiful children. A couple of ugly ones too, don't want to talk about them, they're pieces of shit. Um, three beautiful children. My youngest child, here's something you may not have heard, I had a, a theory uh, that I'm, I'm working on. Uh, my third child is completely out of his fucking mind. He's a maniac. And that is natural and normal for a third child. Who here is a third or even a fourth or a fifth child? Anyone? That's what I thought. What about second child? Anyone a second child? Two of you? The rest of you are all firstborns. Wow. So you're all just shit because... Um, well, okay, you don't laugh and it just sounds like I'm insulting you. But um, my, 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 usually there's a chuckle, I don't know. But no, this is the thing, with the first child, you're always fucked up because the parents are far too careful. We're too worried. With the first child, do you remember your first child? You only have one child. Oh, of course you have two. The secret one. Sorry, he's not supposed to know. Um, uh, the first child, you're just constantly, you're overbearing because you just think it's going to die. That's all you're worried about. You're like, this kid is probably going to die. What are we going to do? Just try and make sure it's not dead. And every night, you'll say to your husband, your wife, whatever, did you check on the, on the baby? And she'll say, yes. And say, is it alive? Yes, it's okay, good. And that's what you do constantly. And you keep it alive. And therefore, it's overwhelmed with your... You look so tired. <laughs> They're overwhelmed with your protective... Uh, what is it? Paternal? Maternal? Whatever. 
both, right? Instincts. Second child, you figure it out. You go, okay, the first child didn't die. So let's just let this one, let's feed it. We'll feed it. We'll send it to school. We'll make sure it has a good life. It'll be good. Third child, if you're stupid enough to have a third child, you're like, well, we've already got, the first one didn't die, and we thought it would. The second one's alive. Now we've got two. We don't even really need a third one. Let's just let it go and do what it wants, and maybe cool shit will happen. Let's just see what happens. Let's go crazy. Let nature take care of this. And that's my third child, and he's insane. And he knows every word to Sexy Motherfucker by Prince, and every word to Pope and other more obscure Prince songs that you don't even know. A five-year-old boy knows obscure Prince songs that you don't know. But how do you feel about that? It's crying. Reduced him to tears. That's Prince for you. Um, but my, thir- yeah, my, my five-year-old, he's mental. Uh, he likes showing people his butthole. Did I tell you about that? I already told you? Fuck. <laughs> well... <laughs> This is why I hate life. Um, it's summed up right here. The last time I did a show here was not just, is that somebody else I know? It is. Somebody I know looked in, saw me on stage, and then quietly just let the door close and left. That's incredible. Yeah, the last time I did a show here, it was one of the worst days of my life. Not one of the worst shows, one of the worst days. But I'm back from the dead. You look, everybody, I don't want to insult you, everyone looks very miserable and tired. What are we doing, are we on meth? Is that what's happening? Is something you holding out on me? Right now, what? I thought you said blood for a second. I was like, that'll do it. They've been draining your, this does have a very blood drainy vibe to it. This is like, this is like a vampire strip bar type thing. But cool. No, I'll turn my back on you. Yeah, my five-year-old likes to show his butthole to people. I'll tell the people that haven't heard about this. Notice I said butthole, not butt. Okay? And that's, a, that's, that's very important because if a ch- small child shows you their butt, if my son came in here naked right now, it'd be very weird, but if he ran around with a little naked butt, you'd be forgiven for just spanking him on the butt as he walked past because it's cute. No, Why not? Weird. What's wrong with my son's butt? Yeah, oh, you made it sexual. You see, because you're a pedophile. No, okay. <laughs> I know. Listen, I know astrology, and I can see it in you. You are a pedophile by nature. Um, no, little bo- little boys' butts are cute and they're sexy. Oh no, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, it's innocent. My kid walks around naked. It's fine. Okay. I'm not gonna smack your child's butt unless if, if actually. How old is your child? I have no child. I'm gonna be honest here, but if I had. Well then. I'm- well, I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> First chance I get. If you know, that's on you. If you bring a toddler in here and he's naked running around. Yes! You, why are you bringing your naked, non-existent toddler into a fucking bar full of people that want to smack it? It's butt, you weirdo. Jesus Christ. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I'm scared of raising my kids in this fucking country. I am foreign. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, look, all I'm saying is, what, what, what's worse? What would be worse, a little boy running past and seeing his butt cheeks, or a little boy running up, bending over and spreading it so you could see the asshole? It's much worse. It's much worse. And you don't want to get anywhere near it. But my son, five-year-old son, he's been doing it for a couple of years now. If we have company, 
he will run into the middle of the room and, ex- and, and, and spread his butt cheeks like that. One time I threw a pencil and I missed, but fuck, I wish I got it. I just see how he bullseye, you little bitch. Um, but I missed. Uh, his mother finds it very embarrassing. And it was a horrible, almost famous moment when we had friends and family over in the living room and everyone's having a good time. He runs out, my little weird son, pulls his pants down, bends over to spread it, and I knew, and I just smiled, because I don't care anymore, I've given up. But his mother is very embarrassed, so she wanted to cover up his butthole, but because she knew it was the butthole that was problem, not the whole butt, for some reason she didn't use her whole hand, she just used one finger, and just like, like she was, and then it was just like, until that point, it was just, what's wrong with this kid showing his butthole? But now, his mother's sticking her finger in, not in it. What are you doing in here? Are you? Welcome to the club. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's the kind of show it is. If you accidentally chuckle, I'm going to go, right? Right? Because I need it. I can't see. What am I going to talk about? (sighs) I have three children, as I said. Um, My oldest child is... What? What? Do you see? That's when you know it's a bad show. When you hear someone in the audience laughing and you become angry. What are they laughing at? <laughs> what? Oh, Nat, you're mocking me. You're laughing at me and mocking me. I'll kill everybody. I won't. It's probably something sexual, isn't it? Is it sexual? No, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, you fucking weirdo. This is stand-up. Co- this is desperate comedy. Don't take anything I say too literally, all right? I'm not even here. I'm a hologram. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. That's the year. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, I know. We're over there already. Everybody else is cool with it. Don't fucking keep bringing us back to that. <laughs> Everyone's gone over it. It happened. There's nothing we can do about it now. Wasn't It, it wasn't said. I don't, I don't actually, I don't spack, spank, spack. I don't spackle my kids. Do you know what spackling is? Or is that a really English thing? What was that? Yeah, it's when you spank a young child very, very quickly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. What the hell was I going to talk about? <sighs> oh, here's something none of you heard about, because it's a true story and therefore will probably not be very funny, but I don't think it matters tonight, does it? We're not doing the funny thing. So I almost got into a fight with a teenager at my gym. Okay. Now this is what happened at my gym. They have Bluetooth, so you can like you can if you're there if you if you get the chance you can put your music on and enjoy it. And no one's going to interrupt your music if they, if you, someone comes in to work out. They're going to work out to "Sexy Motherfucker" by Prince if that's what you want. Um, and that is what I want. Yesterday, I was working out to my music and a young but big. Teenage boy, like it wouldn't be cute if he showed you his butt. That would be sexual harassment. But he's like, a, he's he's a big teenager, squatting a lot, deadlifting a lot. Okay, and I noticed this. I was like, that's quite impressive for a young man. He comes over to the stereo, turns off my music, puts his on, says something stupid like, "Let's get a disco in here." I don't know why he said that. And then I have this problem, this dilemma, because I have a hard time dealing with situations like that in a calm way. I, I either go from, I'm either nothing, zero, just 
very English and tutting, just, oh, stuff like that. Or I go straight to level 10 and I'm decapitating people like they're fucking American journalists in the Middle East. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, fuck yeah, I'm gonna shock you tonight because nothing happened. So I stand there and I do two things because I'm experienced, I, I, I'm careful, he's kind of a big kid and shit could go down. So I do two things for my own safety. First, and this is true, I waited for his black friend to leave. That's the first thing I did. And he did, his black friend left. Then I let him do three full sets of heavy deadlift just so he'd be drained if shit goes down. Do you know what I'm talking about? You do that. I always think that if anyone wanted to kick my ass, just wait outside my gym. If you want to look like a badass, stand outside a gym and wait for a bodybuilder to come out and you just fuck them up because they're all really tired. It's not funny, it's just advice for nerds like all of you, I don't know. But um, finally, this guy, this fucker, comes past me and we make eye contact and then I couldn't help it. I was like, hey, do you uh, usually just turn off other people's fucking music and turn yours on? And he was immediately like, oh, sorry, bro, I didn't, I thought it was the guy in the red shirt who just left. And I was like, well, it wasn't, it was mine. I was trying not to cry. I was like, it was my music. I was enjoying it. And he goes, well, sorry, I, I really, I didn't know uh, you could put your music on if you want. And I was like, no, it's fine. Your music's better anyway. I was suddenly really, like, we became best friends. But I definitely made him uncomfortable. And then he left. And there was one other guy in the gym who I sometimes talk to and he's sort of cool. And he goes, teenagers, huh? And I was like, yeah, I know, what a dick, right? He goes, yeah, he's only 15. I always kick the shit out of a 15-year-old boy and I would have spanked him. Um, for some reason when he said he's only 15, I said, well, aren't we all? And I don't know what that meant, but it's sort of what, I think it was like a deep, like, well, we've all been 15, and I didn't turn off people's music when I was 15. I'm gonna throw up down here. My, uh, my eldest son is 13, definitely not a spanking age. Um, can you stop bringing up spanking? You, you did it with your eyes, you're just obsessed. She's obsessed with spanking children. Can someone get her out of it? Okay. Um, but my 13-year-old uh, is, he's great, uh, and he's healthy and he's masturbating constantly all the time as he should all men do by the way like uh, I had a I had a, uh, a conversation slash argument with a woman once about like how often men masturbate to porn because it's like we do it a lot right and this one girl once said to me you know I don't give a shit if my boyfriend looks at porn I sometimes sometimes I look at porn too just to be clear men don't sometimes look at porn, right? Sometimes we take a break from porn. That's what this is, just so you know. All of society, everything we do, it's just to take a break. And he's Jones and he wants to go and beat off. We all will. We'll all do it soon enough. Um, what was I talking about? This is very hard. This is very stressful. Brian, like, the fact that I know your name is bothering me. You know? This is a special kind of hell. Dawn, Brian, Anne, you. Have we met? You look very familiar. Are you European? Georgian? Hispanic? No. The hell are you? What the hell are you and why are you here? Russian. Alright. <laughs> I've lost all interest in you. I thought it was going to be fun. Oh, shit. Okay, she's gone. Um, my, my, my eldest son is masturbating. I knew he was masturbating already because... Uh, he takes hour-long showers, and uh, he's never particularly 
clean. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't really come out. Somebody comes out sweating after an hour shower. How does that work? I'll tell you how. Masturbation. But that stuff, that's still a long time, isn't it? I just get it done. In and out, but I'm a pro. Um, not literally, I don't get paid to masturbate. Can you imagine how great that would be? Am I getting paid for this? <laughs> the great response, like, yeah. I see a jar there. There's a jar over there. Anyway, he's masturbating, and his mother walked in on him masturbating recently. Do you give a shit? You already know the joke? We care. I'm going to turn on even my friends, not turn you on. I mean, turn against you. You don't care. If you cared about me, you would leave now. Get, no, I feel bad. Like, I, of course. And please, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sit down. Okay. Immediately. All right. Um, so I want to talk about spanking little boys. I want to talk about teenagers masturbating. I don't want to do all. I don't want to do anything particularly good. Is anyone stoned right now? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Officer, arrest. No, I'm just kidding. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're fine. I know we can all do it now, can't we? I've got so much goddamn. See, here's the thing. I've noticed that all you have to do to have an unlimited supply of weed is just not really want to smoke it. And people would give it to you all the time. But I have like tons of weed at my house. Do you ever do the edibles? Are you on edibles? I do all. Yeah. Edibles are good. Um, I'm actually, I am actually still a little bit high from an edible that I ha ate in 2012. Because that's how fucking crazy that shit gets here. No, it's true. They make. I ate a pot brownie. I do you ever eat like a like a really good pot brownie and you take a shit and your smell your shit your shit smells of really good weed. Well, you're just going to disagree with everything now because of because I accuse you of being a pedophile. It's amazing. You accuse someone of being a pedophile and then they get weird with you. It's so unfair. Well, anyway, I, I do that. Really does happen. Uh, I took a shit at my mother-in-law's house. Uh, after eating a pot brownie, she came up to me like 20 minutes later and said, Ed, Eddie, have you been smoking pot in the bathroom? I said, no, but that's some good shit, huh? Yeah, get some it's like a drug joke. I'm going to wrap this up pretty damn quickly. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, something that would entertain people who just have given up on life. Um, oh, God. This, what did you say? You either said fuck you or I want to fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume the latter. Always assume the latter. You know, just assume it. Um, I'm gonna do some material that's funny, and some of you will have heard it. And I'm sorry. Um, let's see. What's that? Swift them up. Yeah, it's my centipede bit. Is anyone terrified of centipedes? You are. I don't want to talk about centipedes. I don't want to do it. I've lost. I've lost my. Uh, I've lost my mojo. I've lost my will to carry on. Okay, and it's very late. What time is it? Uh, 10:48. What is it? 10:48. 10:48. Jesus Christ! Bunch of maniacs. Why are we out so late on a Saturday night? Should be in bed. 10:48 p.m. 
Does, it, does anyone want the show just to end? More jokes. More jokes. What? What? What we got? What is this? We are trying to rouse a rabble. I don't like that. And you get him out here. See, that's the, the people laughing when I don't want them to and expecting jokes. That is not how this works. I'll talk to you about. We'll talk about pussy. Here's something I've learned. You can make a joke about eating pussy, which I have done, but you must never make eating pussy into a joke. You know what I'm saying? I'll explain. I tried it. That's how hardcore comedian I am. I was eating somebody's pussy once. Um, let's say it was my wife's. And uh, just for sake of argument. Um, and I started strong, real strong. The way you do, I have a technique that I use to... Uh, exercise my tongue in the correct way, flight of the bumblebee every night. <laughs> way too much energy for this room. Um, but I'm doing that to this, to my wife, and uh, I'm doing it for a long time and it's going quite well, but for some reason this idiot won't come, she won't finish. And my tongue is getting tired. So I have to go to stage two of the pussy-eating procedure where I stopped flicking my tongue and I stiffened up my tongue and I made it into a sort of a makeshift penis. And I begin to just jackhammer her pussy, just... Mm, 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 mm. And it's good and it's working well and she's liking it, but she's still... I swear, I don't know how long it's been. It must have been at least three minutes. She still wouldn't come. And so then something embarrassing happens. It's never happened before in my life. My tongue goes limp on me. I've got nothing left. I've got limp tongue. Awful. So I go to the third stage, the lazy man's move, where you just let your tongue hang out and you just swing it back and forth like a dead animal. Just, ah. I did that, and I, I, what I like to do is I, I like to imagine I'm disagreeing very strongly with the vagina. I just, ah, uh, uh, nah, nah. I'm doing this. It's still, she still won't come. And I hear myself making this noise because I'm getting tired. I start going, eh. And as I hear that noise that I'm making, I think in my head, that sounds a little bit like SpongeBob SquarePants, right? And then it should have ended there. That should have been the end of it. But because I'm a comedic genius, I go, I'm going to fucking do this. And I went full SpongeBob on her pussy. And I went, ah, I'm ready. And I've not fucked that bitch since. I'm not high tonight because I have a, this would, do you know how horrible this would be for me if I were high right now? <laughs> slightly worse, slightly worse. It, no, it wouldn't because I have, I, you, like, you're probably like good stoners, you know how to get high and have a good time. I'm one of those people that when I get high I have a tendency to get a little bit paranoid, you know, a little bit scared, a little bit masturbating. They shouldn't, right? They should. I am weird, right? I'm so fucking weird! Yeah, but you're right. No, fear and masturbation do not go together. There's no way they ever should. No way should a man ever be alone in his home masturbating and then just suddenly someone breaks into his house and he has this horrible moment of masturbation and fear combined. Just... Someone in my fucking house? Where are my goddamn? Hello? I know you're down there. Don't come up here. Don't come up. I'm armed. 
They come up, I'll, I'll come in your face. Oh, fuck, someone's in my house. Call the cops, call the cops. 911. Hello, yes, help me. Someone's in my house. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, it's just me. I'm all alone. Yeah, just it's just me and this guy. But I'm just, uh, you want to come over here and save me? Huh? Come and get this fucker out of here for me? Yeah. Hey, what are you wearing? Hello? Hello, fuck! Oh, he's coming up. Oh, fuck me! Oh, no! And so on. Yes, that was very difficult to do in front of you people right now. Um, but I, I hope that I made my point. <laughs> I hope I made my point. Two things. First of all, ladies, so you think fear and masturbation won't go together, but for a man, if someone does break into their house and they're masturbating, they will have to finish first. That will happen. No matter what. And men... This man from God knows where, bit of advice for you, if someone does break into your house, that is the best way to get them out again by masturbating at them. And I've had it happen, someone broke into my house, I chased them, I don't care how, I don't care how tough this guy is, I don't care how fucking cool he thinks he is, once he's in my house, looking at pictures of my little boy's buttocks, that was weird, going through my PlayStation games, and Xbox games! And all that shit! The second he sees me running down the hallway masturbating like an enraged chimpanzee, he's gonna get the fuck out of my house. And it happened, that's a true story. Someone broke into my house, I chased him out, down the street, I chased him for like three blocks, maintaining an erection. And I did it, masturbating the whole way. It actually is a very efficient running style, you don't understand that, but I chased him down and I caught him, I took him down, I, did, I fucked it. Yes, I did, because you have to, you have to fuck them. Once you get them, you've got to fuck them. Otherwise, they're not going to take you seriously. They're going to come back the next night. He's not going to do shit. Once you fuck them, they're going to tell all their friends, Jesus Christ, do not try and rob from the guy at 912 Buckboard Road. He will fuck you. Right? Now we're having fun. Not that much fun. Um, oh, let's see. Am I done? Can I, can I, can I, can I, I, oh, fuck it, fuck you. Have <laughs> um, no, so there you go. Actually, I have, I had to, I had to kick the door in because I locked myself out of the house. It's not very funny though, is it? Um, in fact, you could easily, uh, I would say rape my house. That was weird. My house has not been robbed, but it has been raped. Um, you get to that point when you're 38, and you just, your wife's got no libido. You've got to rape your own house. <laughs> you'll understand when you get there, you're younger, right? One day you'll understand what it's like. But, where'd you fuck the house? Fuck it out the back door? That's how it gives birth to a shed. That's what a, that's what a shed is. It is the result of fucking a house. In the back door, I'm gonna get really weird. And greenhouses are when you, is the hideous result of when someone fucked a house in the window. Isn't that lovely? It's kind of cool. Next time you see a greenhouse, there's a little baby, sheds of baby houses. Fuck. This is so weird. Oh, do you know what? I've got so many, so many possibilities, and they all end with me staring at monster burritos up there, crying inside. How am I going to end this? I have three minutes. I could cry. I could cry for three minutes. Would that be entertaining? 
I actually have, um, I've done two terrible things to win an argument. One was I faked crying, but actually because of deep, pent-up depression, I actually did start crying. It was great. And I don't like to admit that. But I did that to win an argument. Another thing I did to win an argument is I faked a seizure. Well, okay, thank you. This is something. Let's see it. I have a nickel for every time I heard that. What's that? Sorry, I didn't do that to get out of your set. I'm confused. What, fake to seizure? Oh, you're being funny. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize. I don't understand comedy. I don't understand. Um, no, I was arguing with my wife, and, and I'll show you. And the one who said, let's see, it doesn't work much. That's fine. Turn, turn it back on me. This is how personal it gets when it's this few people. I am already... We're enemies now. Don't, don't look at me. Um, I was arguing with my wife. And do you know, sometimes what happens to a man in his body when you get to a certain level of rage is your body wants to smash something, but there's a part of your brain that like can switch it off. So like when you're arguing with, you know, let's say your grandmother, and she's being a complete bitch... You get really, really angry. Your body goes, ah! And then something happens and you just go, instead of releasing all that energy, you just go, to the floor, like that. And that's what I did with my wife. I collapsed. And I'm not, I can't do it right now because I'm not flexible enough. But back in those days, I was limber, baby. And I fell back and I hit my head on the floor. And as I did it, I went, and I went, that sounds a bit like a seizure. Let's just go with it. And I seized up on the floor for probably... Uh, four minutes, which doesn't sound like a long time, but trust me, faking a seizure for four minutes is hard. And like, I stopped because she started trying to call the, uh, the, an ambulance. But uh, make no mistake, I won that argument. <sighs> and she doesn't know. This is the great. I've told that. I told that a few times. Usually in a fun fucking environment where we're all having a good time. Um, but she'll never know unless this fucking pedophile tells her, I don't know, no, I'm kidding uh, it's just a joke, these are all jokes okay, isn't it just a fucking joke, well I hate everything, I like you too, I do like you I like you, I like you I like you but you're you're really fucking with me you, I, I like you, you've I've got no problem with you, although I suspect you you're like telling it, whispering you're like the worm tongue, like you yeah, fucking stupid asshole, tell him something like say something like that is fucking little British uncircumcised cock or something. And then, uh, obviously, I love you too, and I love you. Huh? You're uncircumcised? Fuck yeah, I am. Good to know. I like that. Yeah, I'll do you? Whoa. Well, it's not like one of those crazy, like, elephant trunk ones that, like, I've seen on porn. Those are really weird. The really long foreskin. Mine's just tasteful. Like, it just... It's there. You know it's there, but it doesn't get in your face. And then when I become aroused, it just completely backs off, and it's not, it's not getting involved at all. Um, yeah. Because where I'm from, people don't circumcise boys. It's different. Shall I talk about that before we go? Yes. Yeah. Because yes. it's different. It's just a cultural thing. In America, um, you see things differently. In England, when a baby boy is born, we look at it, we go, he's beautiful, he's perfect, let's take him home. In America, you go, he's beautiful, he's perfect. So you go, he's beautiful, he's perfect, let's take him home. What the fuck is wrong with his cock? And you take it back, and the doctor says, no, that's what his penis is supposed to look like. And you say, well, it doesn't look like mine. Make his penis look like mine right now. 
cut off a piece of his dick and don't, do not give him anesthetic. That will fucking teach him something about life. I get it, right? That's the American way. You just cut off a piece of his dick. It's like, if you think about it, they, they, if you have a baby now, they will give you a sheet that you have to sign to get the child circumcised. And it basically has all this information. It basically says, there is no reason to do this. Sign if you want it. And then they do. Yeah. And then every time I say this, there's always at least one person in the audience thinking, no, bullshit. There's reasons. There's health reasons for getting circumcised. And there's two things. The first one is, of course, is hygiene, right? That's what people will say. is like, well, if you, uh, if you don't get him circumcised, and when he gets older... If he doesn't keep it clean enough, it could maybe possibly get infected, and then you may end up having to get it circumcised anyway. It's like, all right, so he'll fucking clean it. Is that not the biggest overreaction anyone ever made ever? <laughs> like, cut off a bit of a baby's dick and the off chance he's a skank when he grows up? Teach him. It's like, your teeth will fall out if you don't brush them. You don't them ripped out when you're born, unless you're in England. We don't give a fuck, but like... <laughs> You know, you brush your teeth, and they stay in there, and everything's fine. Like, my son, my son has a, uh, I'll tell you what, I've forgotten the rest of the goddamn bit. God, it was going so well. You know the bit? Yeah. What do I talk about? Okay, so, um, I just forgot it. You idiots, what's the matter with you? And you call yourself a professional comedian. No, don't give away the next bit. Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's what I say. A little boy, shut up, don't ruin the part. I'm gonna do it now. Everything was going fine till you put it in. Right. Um, so you tell the, the little boy, you tell him, clean your penis. Otherwise, when you're older, they'll cut a little bit of it off. If you tell your son that, he will keep a very clean penis. All right. As a matter of fact, he'll do anything you tell him once you start threatening his dick. All right, my son has the tidiest bedroom you've ever seen and an intact penis, and it's not a coincidence. I still think I fucked it up. So that's the first reason that people say that you should circumcise. The second reason, and it's the main one if we're honest, is aesthetics, the way it looks, right? Because that was very unusual to get a positive reaction. Usually people are like, they don't like it. They think it's weird for the penis to look the way God intended, or nature. <laughs> I said that like my, pe- like my penis looks the way God intended a penis to look. <laughs> and it ain't a pretty picture, believe me. <laughs> Not right now, I just fucked another whole audience. Um, but if you think about what you're saying there, with a baby, right? Is that really okay? Cosmetic surgery for a baby because you don't like the way his penis looks? That's a bit fucked up, and I get it, because don't, don't get me wrong, I wasn't over the moon when my daughter was born with a flat chest, but you didn't see me getting fake tits implanted in the maternity ward. Jesus Christ, I will wait till she's 15, like a responsible, caring person. And what happened? What happened? Because everything was going well, and then I fucked up, and then you joined in, and then it was still fine. And then it still went wrong at the end. Well, I'm going to go get circumcised. I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to end. Thank you. I'm sure you're all really great people. And it was a bit weird. No, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are great. And it's a bit of a weird vibe in here. And it's mostly his fault. What is this? There's some money in there. Is that yours? 
He says, what country are you from that you carry cash around in a huge jar everywhere you go? How much is three American dollars? Whatever you want. Um, and I'm like, is that a hate crime that I did that accent? Kevin, come up here and save me for myself. Thank you. I'm Eddie Stevens. I think I was great. Oh, what's up, Eddie Stevens, everybody? That's it for all the comedians you saw tonight. The ones that are still here are John Clayar and Laura Eddie Stevens. My name is Kevin Kennedy. We will be here next week, next Saturday. with will be like Black Mike. I don't like it. Should be pretty I awesome. It's kind of funny like next week, guys. You guys having a good time tonight? I'll just do this like post-game interview thing. I didn't like see who won the baseball game. It's fucking freaking me out. Oh, shit. It's like married back. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 somebody who knows like come into my shed and like figure it out it's best to do it in an audience I would do I would even do it in an open what what are we talking about making a tape no I'm talking about podcast um, oh you're gonna have fun then yeah I already have a what? podcast I have two podcasts Which have you listened to the Eddie and AJ show no Good. Okay. But like what I was saying. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie and AJ and what else? John, you just left. What is happening? <laughs> See, now I know it's a nightmare. Sure. Two John Quayers. Yeah. Goddamn Quayer. Who? Mystery in and out. Oh, I don't know. Mystery in and out. The John? Yeah. I know he's disgusting. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Eddie yes, and AJ. The Eddie and AJ show. And well, my other one's a rugby one. Oh. That one. So that's the yeah. one that I first did that picked up a lot of traction. I, I should I just, just call guessed. you and talk about yeah. Love Island. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. Because <laughs> in England, like on rugby podcasts that I listen to, they were always talking about this show, Love Island. And, I've watched and I'm always like, I don't even know what it is. And I'm, she's obsessed with well, I don't know if you're obsessed. Yeah, is that I'm a, fair? I, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's, so she was like... Oh, just, my gosh. So you can do the Love Island thing. Or, Island. no, I... Like, what you said I, Ireland. Oh, 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 I thought you said Love. <laughs> because I say, if I say Ireland, 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 I say, I have to apologize. Yeah, if they... That's a, there's so many clues that it's a bad show, I feel like I have to apologize. Sorry. That's a weird fucking... Oh, I was... I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Well, that's... And seriously, I just did, like, a headlining set somewhere else. Huge crowd. Where was that? Uh, Canteen, uh... Canteen Brewhouse. 
Canteen or Cantero? Canteen. Oh, okay. Um, that was great. You can touch a kid if as long as you laugh at my jokes. But I knew it was good. Yeah, sorry, I I I, I shared both of them. Everybody seems to just want us to just be quiet with more. Because um, during the Adrian Mayne, you know, if you saw him because he's a regular turtle, um, like back in back then. Back in the day, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, he came to that show. Okay. What sucked is I was like, I'm going to record this set because I got no good video, and I have to. Like I was talking to Jess about it. We're like, I got to get some video. So I set it all up. Hit record, it's recording, you know what? Fucking killer set. Come over, see my phone's turned off. It recorded for five minutes. I hate, do you have an Android? Yes. I hate, do you like your phone? Yes. Like what is yeah. it? A Galaxy? I have an S6 Edge. Oh, S6? Yeah. So He's I, got something I got, fancy. I got the S8, and oh. it's shit. Yeah. You know what, the, the, what it is, I realized, is you can't set this to record indefinitely. So when I, my old iPhone, you could hit you had a setting where it just wouldn't turn off until it died. This will turn off after five minutes. Yeah. Well, that's 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 but um that's the thing is that seriously, last time I did this show, it was way worse. Really? So I already was like and I didn't know you were here until I saw you when I was standing there. And I was oh, like, no, yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, no, all the shows. <laughs> That's okay. I, there's just so, like I said, I feel like I have to come and apologize to people. Sorry, apologize. sorry. Oh, no, it's funny. You probably know some other weird girl ones. just, like, laughs. She just, it's got weird. Yeah. Which one? The, ones, uh, the one right before me? Start. No, I like her. She was yeah, interesting. Yeah, she's funny, too. So, who right before I think her? she ran away. Yeah, she got weird. Hey, she talks about suicide. The one in the coat? No. Oh. Is it she's from California? Yeah. I got here. I got here like five minutes before I went out. Gotcha. Yeah. I bet I know who it was. Did she have? Suicide a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's. She's. Yeah. It got a little weird. She started. I'll say the name. Holly and. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. It was weirdly fun. It was good. I just, I just. I think you're hilarious. Oh, thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love the, the sympathetic fan. I think you're hilarious. <laughs> what are these people? I like the centipede bit. I know, but no, that's the thing. Look, uh, Kurt Fletcher told me once. He's like, when you have a crowd like that, and it's not, don't do any of your best bits because you'll just hate them. Because they're not going to work, and then you're going to have less confidence with them. Mm. I didn't want to invest in the centipedes. I invested in the <laughs> masturbating high, and look where that got me. Anyway, <laughs> no, but, it, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Plus, I like doing two shows back to back. Right? Yeah. Tag team. More likely. Tag Well, you know, because I felt I felt happy, and then I was reminded that I'm not allowed to be happy. Yeah, right. And so now <laughs> it restored the natural order. I can go home and cry. Brian Pass What's that? Brian Masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody's like, look, you said Brian passed away. Yeah, like, like, I don't know, who the fuck's Brian? Okay. Right, don't worry. I was like, I do know Brian. He's right there. He's, <laughs> like, he he's not dead. <laughs> Brian, you're not dead. No. I didn't think so. Anyway. Well, I, I love it. I do love seeing you two yeah. come out. Let us know next time you have a... Yes. No, come to the next Turtle Show. 
If you can do it, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's the next, not this Saturday, not one week, two weeks. Okay. And it is the strongest lineup I've ever had. Okay. It's got, the headliner is, like, a veteran, like, professional comic. And then AJ Martinez, who you've seen. I think so. I think so, yes. I, I just say that's the easiest way to remember because it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. um, and then and then Matt Peterson. You've seen Matt Peterson. Probably. Big guy. I think so. It's going to be awesome. Okay. And it won't get weird. Well, if I can get him out of the house. <laughs> if it does, it's fine. Yeah, it's, fine. it's not fine for me. I can't take it. Um, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, man. That was I'll wonderful. See you, I'll see you at the Turtle Show. If you're not there, then I'm unfriending you on Facebook, and uh, you're, you're banned from ev- Do you? you? Just try and rob me and see what happens. Oh, yeah, you do know. Yeah, but who remembers it? Say. Uh, I, I didn't tonight, but I will be in probably hopefully. Hey, what's up, Wilbur? Yes. How are you? You gotta come tell jokes, man. I have such a great story. I'm going to wait until there's enough people because it's that good of a Oh, right. Huh? Eddie. Bunch of losers. Just a bunch Phenomenal. of losers. Yeah, I guess it's a point You know, because Eddie just it's destroyed. Yeah. And so they were embarrassed and they had to get out. They were ashamed of uh, mm-hmm. their own inadequacies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's real gravestones over there. That's kind of that's kind of just that's kind of shit that's happening all the night. people that died <laughs> in this bar. Yeah. It did a great story. I think it's very thoughtful. It's a memorial. Yes. Now I have to tell you a great story. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So that the, the girl that was just leaving. Yes. She said, "I know where you live." It's because yeah. she used to date my brother like 15 years ago. Oh, and yeah. and she knows where we live because she he didn't want to date her anymore. Oh and, and by the way, she's awesome, and her husband's awesome, and they're great. But this is oh, a long the, time ago. The ones that you're like, you better come to my show. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So she said, okay. she said, I know where you live, remember? Yeah. And it's because she was trying to get a hold of my brother, and he was trying to avoid him. He was trying to avoid her. So she came to the house, and we were all high. And my brother still says it's my fault because for some reason I went. Get down! And we all just jumped onto the ground and we were crawling under tables. And we were so high, we didn't know. She, it was real, she knew what we were doing. She could see us through the, the windows, like sniping around and like trying to get away. Were the, the lights there. off? I don't remember. We were oh fucking high. But she, that, that was the end of their relationship. She seems to have a sense of humor about it whenever it comes up. So. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I saw, I saw you. I, I, in my defense, oh my like, and my brother was like, oh he was like, I was so high. You said get down, and I just did it. I didn't know why, and I was like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why, are we why are we hiding? <laughs> you, didn't, oh, you, didn't, you didn't even tell him. No, it was a, so it, did, it was wait, it was so a did, spontaneous. Did you tell her that he didn't even know why he was crying? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, she's outside. No, he dropped. No, both did, dropped. did you ever tell her that no. he never knew why oh. you told him to get down? I don't know. I don't think we that ever discussed it. That would be really important. Yeah, it would. <laughs> that would be really Well, we, it's one of those things where she hints at it and sort of smiles, and I go... Okay, oh, can I Because right you? now it's just my brother's All problem. right, so from... So she kind of has over you. No, 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 no. Over you, Okay, here's the deal. This is what you say. Well, no, no. You put it in your own words. You'll do it your own way. Talk about it though. No, I don't. No. Need to, it never needs no, no, to be no. brought up. Please. It was a long time ago. Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. No, because this is... all that, hear me out. Okay, I'm just Let's gonna bring say it up. that if it were me. <laughs> remember when we when we hid from you when uh, No 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 when I was, you know, my brother was so desperate to not have sex with you that we just hid and crawled around the I house. I was going through First of all, in my living room. Oh, wait. It, it was terrifying, too. I was do you, terrified. Do you think your brother would have wanted to be crawling away from her? No, but I, he, I think he says that I helped him because he didn't want to date her anymore, and then that ended it. But it was not oh. the way he wanted to do it. Like, he's, he's embarrassed. Right. But it's, he didn't give a shit anymore. He's got bigger problems And he now. never, he never told you that? No, I don't think so. Who knows? I'm not, my, I'm not my brother's keeper. I know. I wish I was. I wish I could keep him. Just a squad leader. <laughs> but yeah, is he exactly. that much of an asshole, really? Uh, so he's 50% the biggest asshole on earth and 50% okay. awesome. All right, don't tell her that. No, no, no. Okay. He's like when he's when he's happy and like if he's high, he's great. If you met him, if you met him, you think he's really nice. But when he's like he's he's actually said he's this kind of a person. He once said to me, um, "I'm really fucking angry. I'm a terrible man. I'm gonna start an argument with someone so I can make them feel like shit too." He wasn't saying it as a joke. He straight up told me, and also he's a he's a writer, and he's got these like I don't want to say delusions of grandeur, but he no he's like. He's very patronizing to me as a comic. Like, he'll say stuff like, Yeah, when my novel is uh, really big, I can hook you up. I can help get you uh, connect you to people and stuff. And I'm like, Who do you think? Like, you're a writer. You're, you can be a successful writer and be anonymous. Like, if anything, I'm going to have more connections than you. In way, but anyway, um, what was I going to say? Fuck, it's like being on stage all over again. Um, so you, you remember the start of the bit? You remember the start of the bit? What, what was it in my brain that I was going to say? The <laughs> cousins? Oh, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, hi. What's your name? Jessica? Jessica, that's my wife's name. It's Nathan. Nathan, Nathan that's my husband's name. We are a different god after all. Exactly, yeah. I came all the way from Washington to see us. Cool. That's right. Washington State? No DC, we like to get fucked up. Nice. <laughs> I, totally, well, my, uh, I totally thought you were like a skier or a snowboarder. I'm a Are shitty you? skier. Don, 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 Don. Is that like a yeah, skier? Oh, nice. If Eddie wasn't here on time, I was going to pull Don on stage. I know, I was, I was like, I definitely wanted to go say something stage. about like snowboarding. <laughs> it would have been weird and everyone would have felt, would have felt uncomfortable. Just probably, like that. Probably. I'm just telling you. I'm sure it was the space and it wasn't just you. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Brian, do, do something. Brian. <laughs> you never stand up for me. You never stand up for me <laughs> when Dawn's giving me shit. No, I enjoyed how much you own it. Did I? Just own your space. I did. Physically. It's your job. You're like, I want to I hear, like, I want to. Really? Yeah. It's oh, good. Like, we just gave away too many of our male secrets about masturbation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just made that up. I didn't do that kind of shit. That guy's nuts. That guy's out of his mind. It's just three and a half letters. Where's my coat? <laughs> Brian, what are you going to. I'm, I'm going to have you. Um, Okay. Is this just going to be a thing that we say every time I talk to you? Well, not even every time. Every now and again, I said I've said that I want you to like like come up with a logo for my podcast oh, okay. or for a show, oh, okay. and how you like it's a rugby thing, right? See, that's a rugby thing, but I also have the Eddie and AJ show. 
Oh, okay. You should. Do you have a? I got it now. If you can remember, do you have a? I'll make it a priority right now. iPhone or Android? Fortunately, you don't have it on you. No, I'm just saying, go onto podcasts and look up the Eddie and AJ show. I'm just saying, listen to it. But that's something that I want, that I would want you to have a logo, to come up with a logo for that you would tag all over the place. Cause it's the AJ one or the, the Eddie and AJ one? Because the rugby ran a battle. No one would really give a shit about that. Yeah. I'll still do one. I'll still, the dogs. What kind of book? Who let the dogs in? <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, good. Yeah, we're in the head now. I just want to say goodbye to everybody. Yes, good seeing you. We'll talk, we'll talk Love Island. Yes. Whatever that is. <laughs> Love Ireland. Love, Love Ireland. Love Ireland. Love Ireland. Welcome to Love Ireland. That's a different show. <laughs> yes. You do? I've been to Ireland. Have you been to Ireland? I'm ah, I love it that much. I love it. So, or, I love it. Um, <laughs> it's okay. No, I don't, the people are kind of cool. That was a nice I've job. been to Dublin. I went on a rugby tour to Ireland. I've been to Scotland when I was about seven. For a wedding. Uh, well, about two years ago. Okay, see you, Anne. Yeah. See ya, man. What's that? Mom and dad? Uh, my mother lives here. My dad is dead. Thanks for bringing that up. Okay. That's why I was there two years ago, because my dad died. Well, he was dying. He died when I was there. Can you just shut up about my dead dad, Brian? You always want to talk about tagging shit and then my dead dad. Let's have a podcast called My Dead Dad. Let's talk about My Dead Dad. Is it that dad? Oh, what are you going to do? I don't know. Well, listen, it'll be a it'll be a better podcast if we got that. So we should do something quickly, otherwise it's not. I don't know. I'm waiting on her. I know. Okay. All right, I gotta go. Okay. You remember Brian? Come on, Brian. Sounds like a pedophile thing. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Flowers are a cover. Yeah. No, he does. But he also is the sweetest fucking man. That's, that's what they do. That's right. how they lure them in. Right. Where are you two parked? Right here. All right. My vehicle. So, I was on... You know, what, I talked about... What my, kind of show was that? I didn't know so, about that show. What show? The previous show that you were on before you came here. Oh, no. I did the Canteen Brew House. That's Zach. Do you know Zach Abeda, the breakdancer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever done his show? No. I'll tell him to book you because it's, yeah. it's very good. Uh, and, we're I'll, outside, and I'll reach though. out to him, too, and be like, hey, like, I'm available now. Yeah. I'm available. Book me. Book me. Book my ass. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I fucking had a... I mean, I can say this because I just had that. Yeah. I tore the fucking room apart, and I was out of control and, like, actually went to goddamn far a couple of times. <laughs> uh, like... What did you do? No, well, I just, I just went, I went too deep into school shootings, oh. and uh, oh, I said something fucked up to someone's wife. I was able to get out of it though. 
Yeah. I had this trick where I went super English. So like, yeah. Oh, fresh cockles for sale. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and they loved it. Um, but what I was going to say is... So you you know, just have to be a monkey for a minute and make fun of your entire country, and then you're back. Yeah, is that like... Yeah, the English don't get to complain. That's like your version of blackface. But yeah, because but you're I English, you like, can get away with it. Yeah. It would be like, it's like if if, cunt, if I can Royal say came out in blackface, we could say nothing about it. Who? Royal. Oh, I think the artist. Way. Isn't there someone like a singer called Royal? Uh, I don't know. I, but Royal, I believe if it. If Royal would come out in blackface, I'd get so confused, <laughs> and I and I and I wouldn't bring it up. It would be this. I'd be like, sorry, governor. You know. I thought you were gonna do like full fucking racist. You'd be like, <laughs> no, no. I was like, sorry, governor. That's his. That's I'm his blackface. I'm singing a song right now. That actually I'm a chimney sweep. That would be the black versus blackface. Is to <laughs> even, more, even more primal and joking. Oh, I'm yeah. such a racist. First of all, I was doing you. Okay. Oh, so I'm a. No, you're a chimney sweep. You I are have a chimney a bit, sweep. I have a bit, uh-huh. and it's the greatest thing I've ever done. You sing chim chimney chim chimney. No, chim, but chim, I girl. have to have to say the word nigger in it, <laughs> and and I came up with it specifically so you with could. a black man. Yeah, he helped. He like it's you're, based on a you're, conversation you're like, we I had. Need to no, do no, this. we have this conversation. Okay. I want to hear and it. the punch. Okay, so okay, okay I'm not going to do it justice now. Okay, but basically, I was talking to my black friend. I mm-hmm. had two black friends. You probably mm-hmm. only have one. You no, have I have friends? multiple. Fuck. Well, you don't need that many. My my Give brother from another mother people. is black. You're only supposed to have one. That's actually very racist to have more than one black friend. <laughs> um, so you, I have two. Overcompensating. I have two, but I think I get away from it because I'm with it because I'm foreign. Okay. But my my real black. Actually, only one of them. Do exes friend. count? Okay. Don't talk about that friend, Brian. Huh? That's about. I'm just, I was going to make things really stupid and weird. Anyway, he's. I actually really only have one black friend because uh-huh. my other black friend is royal. I mean, he's not really a friend. He's just, <laughs> just someone I know. Uh, but anyway, so I'm talking to my friend. His name is Aaron. Okay. But we call him Darkness. Not because yeah. of the color of his skin, yeah. but because of the color of his soul. He's a bad man. He's okay. a fu- Like, he comes to my shows. Uh-huh. You know him. He's a fucking. He's like in his 40s, but he's like. Everyone wants to fuck him. He's one of those guys. Okay. And he's cool as shit. And he, like, gets angry with me for not being more fucked up in shows. He just wants... He would he would love it if I just came out and did half an hour of racist material. He's one of those... One of them niggas. Um, so, so, I have an idea. Well, let me tell you this bit. Okay. Sorry, so I'm talking to him okay. about... This is real... Real... Really happened. Okay. I was telling him about the word cunt mm-hmm. and how cunt is not a particularly powerful word, but in America... Women have tried to claim the cunt word and make it their N word. Would you see what I'm saying? Like a woman, mm-hmm. if you're like cunt, and like, no, you do not get to say it. They think it's like, because that's what they want. They want it to be their N word. Yeah. And I told, and I said, but it can't be it their can. N because it doesn't have the same emotional attachment. Like, I can understand that for a black person to hear, in just rant, just hear the N word, the f- horrible negative feelings that would bring out. Mm-hmm. Because. There's this deep history of racism, all this horrible shit. So for a bit, I go, it's not like that for women. Here, let's go into the car. Sorry. Well, and then oh, you okay. just get outside of the car. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and then you just drive away. <laughs> That's how it works. You get in the car. You want to get in the car and tell the story? I don't care. Okay. Well, let's get, get in the shot. car. I don't, want, I, I don't even want to tell the story. No, I want you to tell the story. Okay. Let's, we have to air out the car. Oh, uh, does it smell? 
Is it yeah. dead bodies? There's no seat! There's no chair! Climb across like I'm a little boy. <laughs> Can I just squat here? Feedback. We're just gonna sit yeah, here, right? Okay, squat. so listen. Just so there's no female version. There's oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is better. I got a cold, I gotta get yeah, over it. Turn the, turn the car on. How do yeah. I close the door? Pull it. Pull it. It won't be locked. Oh, that's that's that stupid door. It's a child lock! Oh. Jesus! Alright, so so, so, so there's this horrible history okay. that, 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 that affects them. So much it's never been like that for women. There was never a time in history where women were treated the way blacks were. Mm -hmm. There was never a time where two little boys in the South are playing in their backyard and they're having fun innocently. And then a little girl crawls under in raggedy clothes, crawls under the fence and starts playing with them. And they don't know not to play with her. They don't know that girls aren't allowed there because they're innocent little kids. And then their dad comes out with a shotgun and goes, what the fuck is that cunt doing in my yard? Blame, blame! And she has to jump over the fence using her cunt athleticism and run, sprint back to her little cunt little cunt ghetto. They go, Mama, Mama, why do they treat us so bad? Well, don't you worry, young lady. That's just them men folk. That's how they talk. But Mama, he called me a cunt. Slap! You do not use that word in this house. That is their word. Anyway, that's never happened. So, so they don't get to get that upset with the word cunt. But my black friend said, even after all that, he goes, no, they do. It's just as bad as calling a black person the N-word. I was like, you think that calling a woman a cunt is as bad as calling a black person a nigger? Sorry, and calling a black person the N-word. I have to say the N-word. <laughs> and he goes, yes, it is. And I said, all right, Aaron, tell me this. If there was a black woman in the bar, because we were at 12 Man, sitting over there, and I had to either go past her and say, cunt or the N-word, what would yeah. I say in that situation? And then he goes, in that situation? Now you didn't yeah. enjoy it, you're like that? I can see it's the vibe of the night. Let me out! Let me out! <laughs> you're all a bunch of cunts! Sorry, um, I, I, seriously though, I do have to leave. But I would rather be... Honestly, I pissed laughing, man. Sorry. You pissed just yeah, now? Yeah, he totally did. <laughs> That's why I gotta go. That's why he holds the, he has the scarf. This is just a backup plan. It leads all the way down to his... <laughs> it's just soaked in urine. That's, like That's what that smell is. Do you think it's like... soaking up. My dick wig. I thought said it's like a wig and I couldn't understand. Wig. <laughs> it's like a wig. wig, you know, a piss wig. You put a little wig over your penis. <laughs> um, I'm going to go home. Okay, I have to go back to the circumcision stuff. Oh. Greenhouse babies. Love That's it. so weird, isn't it? <laughs> that was I, um, good. By the way, I wish yeah. someone could just hear the end of this conversation. <laughs> good circumcision stuff. Good greenhouse babies. When I heard that, I'd be like, what the fuck is a greenhouse baby? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, it's because of it's because of global I think warming. The guy got circumcised. <laughs> That's what's happening now. Because of pollution, they're having greenhouse babies. They're, they're transparent. The only way they, that you have enough oxygen is if you like make a greenhouse and live in it. That's You've got to keep what, babies in greenhouses. That's, that's they what do. It's, it's going to be it's in the 2050. Chamber. Yeah, in 2050. Here. See you later, Eddie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bye, yeah, Brian. Let's do some tagging. I will. I will. Do some tagging about our dead dads. His dad's going to die very soon. Right on. Uh, wait. He what? told me that. No, it's, it's a joke. Oh. I told okay. he, he made fun of the fact that my dad was dead. 
No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, no, he yeah. mentioned my dead dad, and I said, oh. "Is your dad dead?" And he goes, "Yeah, well, no, but soon." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so it's a running joke. Just oh, okay. go, go, green those babies. Believe it or not, I'm still recording. Oh, Jesus. Uh.